Hello, 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 everyone. This is your girl, Alisa J. Green, and welcome to Empower and Grow Her podcast, where I am talking to you live, right? (laughs) I'm interviewing, and I'm interviewing some super fantastic, awesome women in business. And the conversations are basically about who they are, what they do, and how they help other women. And I created this platform in order to connect one community to another community of women in order to help empower them, help them uh, expand, and help them evolve into the woman that God created them to be. So there you have Empower and Grow Her podcast. Helping women every day to break down, break out, and break through walls that hold them back from pursuing their purpose and passion in life so they could be about their business. And what are those walls? Those walls are self-limiting beliefs. Those walls are procrastination. Those walls are all the things that we created in our mind that kind of hinder us from or slow us down from doing what it is that we were meant to do, that we were meant to, uh, that we were put on this earth to do, so... I'm so glad that I've found this platform, Anchor, because it's going to allow me to connect to even more women, and I'm super excited about that. And I look forward to you joining me while I interview, again, like I said, these fabulous women that I have found and networked with and actually became friends with. So make sure you tune into the show. Thanks. Bye. Hello. Hello, 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 Dajay. <laughs> Hi, how are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank okay. you. Great. Perfect. So before I introduce you, I'm just going to do a brief introduction of what's going on. So stand by and uh, we're going to get the ball rolling. Hello, 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 everyone. This is Elisa J. Green from Empower and Grow Her TV. But now you're listening to the Empower and Grow Her podcast. And this is my very first episode. And I am so hyped, so souped up because I've been wanting to do a podcast for a very, very long time. And it just so happened that I stumbled upon this awesome platform called Anchor. And I must say I am in love already. So... For those of you that don't know who it is that I am, again, let me reintroduce myself. My name is Alisa J. Green, and I am your breakout coach, self-care specialist, and the connecting catalyst, helping women um, grow, stretch, break out, break down, and break through walls that hold them back from pursuing their purpose and passion in life so they can be about their business. And you'll find me, you can find me on Facebook. Uh, coaching from the inside out you can also find me under my name alisa j green and i'm all over instagram alisa j i am alisa j green i'm on twitter i'm everywhere so just just type in my name and you'll find me that's how we can connect and so today for the very first episode i am so honored to um introduce you to a young lady that i met who is also um uh, a young a young lady that um, attended the same school that I attended, high school. And she's doing something that is amazing out here in the world. Um, 
and her name is Dajay Brown Shears. Did I pronounce your name right? Yes, you did. You did. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. And I just want to give you uh, her bio says nothing compared to who she really is at heart. So I'll give you a brief um, uh, introduction through her bio. Um, She is a girl like me, a Jersey girl, born and raised in North New Jersey. She's an alumni from St. Vincent Academy, St. Vincent's Academy, currently a full-time student at Essex County College, majoring in business and on the dean's list with plans of transferring to Spelman College. She's also a mentor for plus-size models, licensed makeup artists, hairstylists, and an entrepreneur. So growing up, she got bullied and teased and rejected because she was overweight and had chronic acne. Because of this information, And because of her journey, she has very low self-esteem and no confidence in herself. Just like any other young girl, she had dreams. Well, her dreams are coming true now because she's doing something amazing. Her dream was to become a model and an actress, but thought that her weight was just too, too much for her spirit. Fast forward a few years later, she's lost over 50 pounds, which I think is amazing. And she built up enough confidence to attend a casting casting call in Jersey City for Fashion Week. And I must say, that takes a lot, a lot, lot, lot of courage. So yes. without further ado, ladies, give it up for Dajay Brown Shears. Hello, hello, hello. Hi. Dajay. While you're reading that bio, it kind of, it sounds, people don't know how hard it is to talk about your own self and like, okay, who are you as a person? So to hear it come from somebody else, it's, it, it almost brought me to tears to know, to even remember a lot of the stuff that I went through growing up. So it definitely did. Yes. 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 So, Dajay, so we heard your bio. I told a brief story. Tell us about how did we get here? How did we get to this journey that you're on with the Ashley Stewart campaign and why Ashley Stewart? Well, I love Ashley Stewart, and I've been wearing Ashley Stewart since I was, I want to say, about 10 years old. And for a 10-year-old girl, you're supposed to be, well, that's what everybody says, you're supposed to be at Children's Place and all the other children's clothing stores, and I was just very well developed. And I've been through so much in my life, and nobody would ever know, so to have to be able to express myself through fashion and still it'd be kind of age appropriate, even for me being my age going into an adult woman's store, it kind of still fit me. It suited me. And it's always been like a second home. So I just, once the opportunity came about, I said, let me jump on it. Let me take the limb and hop on safe and just see what happens. And I was lucky enough to be chosen number one in the state of New Jersey to go on to the next round. Mm -hmm. So I'm there right now. I'm positioned there, and right now we're doing the online voting part. And so far I've been very blessed. I've been very blessed, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So what was it like? Were you nervous? Were you – I know you were excited, but were you nervous when um, when you stumbled upon this? Because I was always in front of an audience my whole life, I wasn't necessarily nervous. 
I was more, I would say, scared for this one, mostly because I really wanted this. I really, really did. This was like a platform for me to take it to the next uh-huh. level, to let other uh-huh. young women see that I am this person who it comes from Newark, who comes from all of these different trials and tribulations, who are who's doing something positive, such as having the name Ashley Stewart in yeah. my resume. So I, was, yeah. I really wanted it. So I was more scared because it was definitely because it was something I really wanted. Yes, yes, yes. So what year did you graduate from St. Vincent? Let's go there first because, of course, uh, you know you know what the experience is like, but I just want to briefly <laughs> touch on that that whole um, that whole journey, too. What year did you graduate from St. Vincent? I graduated St. Vincent Academy in 2015. Oh, wow. Okay, 2015. Yes. Yes, yes, and you know that because... it is not easy at St. Vincent. <laughs> yes. <laughs> not a lot of people finish St. Vincent. I was the lucky one. <laughs> I was one of the lucky well, ones. I, you, I must say I was one of the lucky ones, too, and so was uh, my youngest daughter, who who just so happened to be a classmate. Let's talk about how we met, yes. though, because it's so funny that my daughter, Nakia, asked me to vote for you and I said, well, for SBA sister, no problem. It was no problem. And I went on. I was I was so happy, and I voted, and I said, wow, this is really huge. And then, yes. lo and behold, I see this young woman walking toward me downtown Newark with this beautiful white shirt on, electrifying, magnetic, <laughs> because that's what I saw when you were. And I was like, oh, she. It looked like you was in a rush, so I wasn't even going to talk to you about the competition. But then once you said you liked my shirt, I said, okay, well, thank you. It's from Ashley Stewart. And by the way, I'm in this competition, so I said, hey, might as well just tell you about it. But, yeah, it was it was definitely, it was ironic. It really was. Yeah, you know, ran into yes, it was. <laughs> it was. It was. So, um, okay, so you went to St. Vincent. You graduated, and so what happened after that? Two weeks after I graduated high school, I immediately started college. I went to, well, currently I'm still going, I went to Essex County College, um, majoring in business, and then Uh after I finished the first semester, I started cosmetology school in August. My Uh One of my counselors at Essex County College said, I don't suggest you doing two schools at one time, you're going to be stressed out and you're going to fail. I said, wait a minute, aren't you supposed to be a counselor? Aren't you supposed to tell me that I'm, I can do anything I've set my mind to? I said, okay, you're not my mm-hmm. counselor anymore, and watch them prove you wrong. I went to cosmetology uh-huh. school. Cosmetology school has this thing called the 90-90 club. 90-90 club is when you have 90% at minimum average in attendance and your academics. I mm-hmm. achieved higher than that. So I was mm-hmm. on a 90-90 club, and I had, like, a 3.8 GPA in Essex County, and currently I'm on the dean's list, and I graduated cosmetology school with my 90-90 certificate, which they also give you money back at the end of the year if you achieve 90-90. So I accomplished all of that, going to cosmetology school and college at the same time, remaining, keeping oh, my grades awesome. up the, um, the whole time, and also doing what I do outside of my education, which is the modeling and the acting. Wow, modeling, acting. Oh, wow. That's 
That's awesome. So so you've achieved you you've been really going for what you know and you've achieved a lot of different things in a short amount of time. Um I wanna ask you, um what does it feel like to what does it how does it make you feel to do, to do that, to set your goals and achieve them? Because, again, back to SBI, they prepare you, they prepare us, rather, you yes. know, to make goals and set them and, 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 and just go for it. So how did that make you feel? It definitely makes me feel proud because it's something that I never in a million years thought that I could do or become or just a life that I could live because of my low self-esteem and not having the confidence mm-hmm. to do that. And it's just something that I have my um my great-grandmother, she passed away when I was 12 years old. She was like a second mom to me, loved her dearly. So I always go back to whenever I have some quiet time, I just sit and I think like, wow, if she was here, mm-hmm. what would she say? How would she feel? How would she look mm-hmm. at me? Stuff like that. So I definitely, that's one of my motivations to keep going harder and keep pushing because I would, I just want to know what she would say if she was here. And I know, like, she's up there in heaven just smiling down on me. So it, yeah. it's, it's, it's a great feeling. It really is. It is. And 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 God bless her for, for giving you, you know, all of what she gave you. And um, that's really awesome. So I want to talk about um, you being bullied, in which I should have asked you that from the beginning, but so let's talk about being bullied and let's talk about um, how that drove you into other things. You know, a lot of, and, and, and it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a taboo topic that people don't want to talk about, but yeah. And in the same breath, there are a lot of campaigns that are going to, going on around bullying and we've lost so many people due to bullying, you yes. know? So what was, what was that like? And, 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 you know, share with us that experience, you know, that you have with getting bullied. Wow. So I attended public school my whole life until seventh grade, I want to say. I'm not saying that uh-huh. because a child is in public school they're going to get bullied. It was just my experience right. going to a public school and what I had to go through going there. There are some amazing public schools out there, but the ones I went to unfortunately weren't. Um Uh It was really hard because growing up, they didn't look at full-figured or plus-size women the way they look at them now. It was more definitely taboo, Uh like you said. And so I would have kids tease me for my weight and my acne, and unfortunately I was young and I had, like, um, type 1 diabetes where you have Uh black around your neck, and I just thought it was dirt. But I'm like, I always clean myself, so it can't be dirt. So I ended up going to the doctor, and they told me that that's a sign of diabetes. So kids would always tease Uh me about the the black on my neck thing, that I was dirty, Uh a whole bunch of really cruel stuff, not knowing that I was actually sick. So when I found that out, I actually found out a couple years ago that that's what it was because I always just thought it's dirt. So I would scrub my Uh neck. I even one time I got some... Lemon, somebody said, get lemon and bleach and put it on your dark marks and it'll go away. I tried that, just wouldn't go away. But once my health mm-hmm. started getting better, it just went away on its own. I didn't really think of anything oh, yeah. of it. I was just glad that it was gone. But, yeah, I've the the last straw is 
when I finally got attacked. I mean, I was, I've gotten to altercations before, but this one was more of like three girls came up to me at one time and they all tried to jump me. So I said, okay, mom, I can't do this anymore. I have to go. So I left. And even though I still went to Catholic school, I was teased and bullied. Oh, I don't think I mentioned this, but I was almost 300 pounds. So if you look at a 300-pound girl, I'm 5'7", that's that's a pretty hefty size. So, And it's a Catholic school, and I was still teased there. It wasn't um, any fights or anything, but I was teased. And because I came from public school, they all thought that, you know, this girl, she is terrible. Don't mess with her. She'll beat you up. She'll this. You know, a lot of rumors were spread. So I was pretty isolated. Nobody really wanted to talk to me or get to know who I was. So I just mm-hmm. I stayed to myself. I didn't talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, it took them a long time to finally say, hey, let's let's get to know you. Who are you? Where are you from? And then that's when I finally made friends. So I was... Wow. Um, I was about 300 pounds going into my freshman year of high school as well. Wow. That's that's something because um, I got bullied, too. I got bullied in elementary school. Um, and, you know, I don't even think I ever really shared it with my mom. And the crazy part is I, I come from a large family, so, you know, if um, if anyone were messing with me at the time, all I had to do was go get my, my brothers and my sisters. But for whatever reason, <laughs> for whatever reason, I didn't. And this is the first yes. time I'm really telling this story, so I could really relate to what you're saying. Well, something happened to my hair, and I still to this day don't know what happened. <clears throat> but my hair fell out. I was in the third grade. My hair fell out in patches, and I had to wear a scarf to school. And I can remember, um, like, I mean, it was really, really bad. My mom took me to the doctor and gave me some shampoo. They didn't know why my hair fell out, but just all my hair just fell out. And um, I got bullied. Um, I got chased home from school because people used to ask me, Mm -hmm. why do I have on a scarf? And I didn't really have an answer for it. And um, these were my so-called friends, though. You know, and they yep. chased me home. They used to chase me home and try to snatch my scarf off my head. And I'm just so glad that I could run fast, you know. But And I and I, <laughs> I never really, you know, told the story. So I know what it feels like to be bullied. And then, um, you know, after my hair grew back, it took a while, but after my hair grew back, sad to say that I then became a bully, you know, for a short amount of time. That. And then I turned into this nice person that I am now. So, yeah, bullying is not... Bullying is something that I think that um, parents really should pay attention to. You know, your behavior yeah. change changes and things like that. And it's just really so not cool. But um, as I got older, I realized that hurt people hurt people. So those very mm-hmm. same bullies were obviously hurting. <clears throat> hurting. And uh, they tried to inflict it on both you and I, and and then and on and on and on. And so, I I use that as a learning lesson for the for the listeners out here. If you have children, you know, pay attention to your children, pay attention to their behavior. If their behavior change, ask them about school. You know, ask them what's going on. Ask them about you know, the, you know, if they have friends, and ask them if they're being bullied because it you know it could save. It could possibly save a kid's life, and 
it's just so tragic, just to touch on that a little bit, it's just so tragic that we've heard of so many children that just, like, committed suicide because they were getting bullied, yeah. and, you know, and some parents knew about it and and tried to do what they could do, and some parents never knew about it and found out that that was the reason why their child or children possibly, to, you know, had taken their own lives, and it's just such, such, such a sad, sad situation. It's just so sad. Exactly. Um, yeah. And what so, a lot of people don't know is um, that kids who are bullied, they have a lot of anger, which, like, I totally uh-huh. understand what you were saying because I've also been on both sides. I've also been the bullied and the bully. Because I was bullied, I became the bully because right. <laughs> that's the only way I can get my point across. I had to show them, like, uh-huh. you can't bully me because I am this person. Uh-huh. And even when I did that, I was still looked at negatively. So I could, it's like, either way, I couldn't win. I can't win either way. So definitely the signs are very important because your attitude changes, your behavior changes, and sometimes your appetite even changes. So parents do definitely need to watch their children and also talk to them. I notice a lot of parents don't talk to their kids as often as they used to before. You you really have to talk to your kids. Because my mom, she's Mm -hmm. my best friend. My mom has always uh-huh. been my best friend. I tell her everything. I've always told her everything. I've always told her what's for me and what's not for me. So we built that relationship to the point where if something's wrong with me, she could look at my eyes and look at my attitude uh-huh. and tell, Dasha, what's wrong? Come on, sit down. What's wrong with you? Something's not right. Uh-huh. 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 Yeah, and and that's a good good connection to have with your, with your mom. It's really awesome. I try to... You know, I try to stay close to my daughters as well. We talk, and we talk a lot. We talk about things that a lot of parents will will probably never talk to their, you yes. know, children about. I try to keep it really, really open and not just because I grew up in a different era. I grew up in a different era where kids were seen and not heard. And for a long time, I never used my voice. And so, you know, here it is. I have two uh, young ladies. Uh, that are both grown, actually. You know, my oldest daughter is 32, born on 33, and, of course, Nakia, she's 20. And, Let me tell you, uh, you know, they use their on. voice. <laughs> yes, Nakia is will. not shy at all to say what she means. Yes, <laughs> yes. I can't tell you how many times I had to come to school for her. You I know, don't trust me. I know because I was right mom. there. <laughs> yeah, Nikki was my best friend. I, was, I know all of the oh, stories. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so, um, okay, so let's talk about your mentorship and what you're doing out in the world, how you're serving other young ladies, and what drove you to that. Yes, so because of that and everything that I've been through, I decided that it would be great for me to give young women the same support and the mentorship that I was fortunate to have with my mom. So I created an organization. Mm -hmm. I'm still in the process of naming it right now. I want to call it Glamorous Mm -hmm. Kids, but it can be altered. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. Just to help them with their self-esteem and build them to have that confidence. I do want to have a a model boot camp because I feel even when I started Mm -hmm. modeling at 16, that's when I really gained all of my confidence. Even after I lost the weight, that's when I really gained it. And I don't want them to 
model and think that, well, because Dajay is doing it and she made this into a career, I'm going to make it into a career too because it's not for everybody. I just want them to put themselves out there and walk in front of an audience and talk in front of an audience and do get out of their comfort zone um, and have like a safe haven for them because there's a lot of things that I was afraid to talk to my mother about or my other family members or my friends, and I definitely want them to be able to come to me as like a sister or just on a relationship mm-hmm. basis, not just like a person that you know. This is my mentor, more like a family. We're all family here. So I want them to have that type of group setting and togethering so that when they leave school, whatever they went through to in school, they can leave it at school. When you come here, it's all positivity. Right. The negativity at the door. Right. Right, right. Oh, that's going to be awesome. So how how soon do you plan on launching um, the opening of your or the or the the start of your organization? I'm waiting until the school year starts and a couple of weeks go by just so that the kids can get settled mm-hmm. in because I definitely want them to focus on school just until they get settled mm-hmm. into school and they get their own routine as far as homework and whatever other extracurricular activities they decide to participate in so that they mm-hmm. can have their own little schedule going for themselves. And then once that's established, so I'll probably say towards the mid or end of September around there, that's when I'm going to really launch it. Um, to the public. Ooh, ooh. Yes, that's awesome. Awesome. Well, congratulations on that. Thank and, you. And uh, I look forward to I look forward to um, hearing more about it. And if there's any way that um, or any help that you need, I'll be glad to support you in that. Um, Thank in that you. area. Yes. Um, and I think that it's amazing. It's awesome. It's a it's a beautiful thing that you're reaching back into the community, and that's one of the things, I'll get back to SBA again, that's one of the things that they instilled in us outside of what we already came to the school with is community service. You know how that community yes. service is, you know. Yes, and yes, so yes, that I think here. that is for the most part, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think that for the most part, that's in most of our DNAs. I always, uh, I always had a need to... Um, serve in the community. I always felt the need to serve, even before I came to SBA. So it was, it, you know, it's it's almost like it's, it's a godsend, you know, that, um, that, you know, we do this while we're in our senior year, you know. Yes, yes. I definitely feel as though Vincent made me into the woman that I am because they Mm-hmm. instill those values and those morals and you know that they stress values and they stress morals the moment you walk into the mm-hmm. door your freshman year. And then yes, yes. it's a really big sisterhood from that comes from Saint mm-hmm. Vincent. I can go anywhere the moment mm-hmm. I announce Saint Vincent, if there's another Saint Vincent sister yes. in the room, we are making some noise. We are like, oh my God, what? You yes. want to say we do, we do. And then we yes. start talking. We can be from yes. this. I have met women from the class of 89, and I'm 2015. Oh, my God. Oh my and we God. all went through the same yes. situations, the same issues. So I've met a yes. lot of women from Faith yes. and yes. it's all the same. It is definitely a special type of camaraderie and sisterhood. I tell you, I went to a, um, I went to a reunion. And at this reunion, there were, like, classes from the 60s, 
70s. Matter, as a matter of fact, let me go back. It was from the 50s, 60s, 70s, <laughs> oh, and 80s. And was it any 90s? Oh, yeah, it was some 90s there. When I t- Have you ever gone to one of those luncheons? No, I've never went. We got to go. We ha- Listen, we have to go. And just so you can see what it's like. Well, let me just. Let me just tell you really quick. We, okay, I, I went, and I went with some of my classmates because I still keep in touch with my classmates. We try to Facebook times. And um, so we went to this reunion. It had to be about eight of us. We went to this reunion, right? We didn't know what it was going to be like. But when I, when they started calling out these classes from the 50s and the 60s, when I tell you these women had like had like the party horns and the drums, I mean they were going crazy in there. I couldn't believe. I, and these women were older women. I'm not gonna say old, old, old. I mean yes. the 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 joy. I always say I always say the wiser women when they're older than the me. I wise, say the wiser. Oh women. my god! It was just it was so crazy. I just could not believe. I laughed so hard. I was like, I did not know they get down like this. It was just a lot of hilarious. It is. It was so much energy, and I said, "I have to come back. I have to come back." And I, you know, for the for my classmates that didn't attend, I I was like, "Girl, you missed it. You had to see this." And I didn't even. I don't think I recorded it. I think I took pictures. I don't think I fully recorded it. But the next time I go, I'm going to record it because it was just amazing. And there was vendors there. It was really, really nice. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, it was nice. It was really, really nice. And you know what's so crazy, too, about the whole SBA experience? Um, it's so many um, women that came out champions, at, yes. during, you know, during and afterwards. Like, you know, you have Thai um, Ty, I can't yes. pronounce her, but yeah, Ty. Ty Bouchamp. Um, you got, yeah, Bouchamp. You have Teresa Randall. It's so many of us, um, yourself. I mean, it's just so many beautiful spirits that came out that are, like, doing big things. So I will always forever be grateful to, you know, Sister June and Sister Margaret, who, who by the way, were teachers when I was there. I graduated in 85. So they were teachers wow. when I was I didn't know they were teaching yeah. at that moment. I thought they yeah, were Yeah, they were teachers. No, they were not administration. They were teachers. They were teachers. Yeah, but so that is um that is amazing. And um wow, so you know, this is this is what it does. This is what it does for us. So, okay, so we talked about your mentorship. We talked about your modeling. We talked about school. Um, we talked about, we didn't talk about your weight loss. Okay, we talked about your diabetes. We talked about, let's talk about what prompted you outside of the obvious to lose weight and what it did for you after you lost the the weight that you lost. Well, I've been dancing professionally, ballet, modern, et cetera, since I was three years old. My brother was mm-hmm. born when I was nine, and I stopped mm-hmm. dancing to financially help my mother out and also to help her mm-hmm. raise my little brother. So I stopped doing that, and that's when my eating started more because I've always been plus size. So I started eating even more because I had, I had time. <laughs> I had time mm-hmm. now. So I just ate, 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 and I gained a whole bunch of weight. Um, I was very depressed and miserable and 
it got to a point where I was sick of it. So I started high school, and I was still, I still have my high school uniform, which at that point I would probably say I was 285 pounds. And every time mm-hmm. I look at that uniform and I put it on sometimes just to remind myself, you were this big. That year I said I can't do this anymore. So mm-hmm. I found my dance teacher again, and I said, look, I need to get back into the dance studio. I can't. He, he said, you, you did get big. He's like, you got big. I said, okay, we need to fix it. So at mm-hmm. 14, 15 years old, I started dancing again. And right before my C16 is when I went to go try on some C16 dresses, and I was down, I want to say, I went from an 18, 20 to a, a mm-hmm. 12, a 10, 12. Holy smokes, that is awesome. That is awesome. That And that is amazing. And congratulations on that. I think that is beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Yes, that is beautiful. Oh, gosh. Yeah, so, so and here we are today. Um, when I think of Ashley Stewart, though, I'll be honest with you, when I think of Ashley Stewart, it always takes me into um, 18 and up. I mm-hmm. had no idea. I had no, and I'm a girl of a certain size myself, but I had no idea <laughs> that Ashley Stewart even goes as low as what, twelve and fourteen. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's possible. And they have some really cute stuff. They yeah, really do. So, um, yeah. yeah, they really, really do. Because and, a lot um, of people so I, don't know that um, in the modeling industry, they consider the plus size woman a size eight. It was a size 10, but they brought it down really? to a size 8. It's plus size. I had so, not a clue. I had not a clue. Mm-hmm. I had not a clue. And thank and God the average for, woman is a size 10. Wow, that's deep. I had not a, I did not have, I had no idea about that at all. That's deep. I did not know that. But that that is good to know. But I think society has it so twisted, like, Back when I was growing up, a nine ten was like average. A seven yes. eight nine ten was average. You know what I'm saying? And you know, even an eleven twelve was kind of average. But when they when you start when they start saying that eight is big, that's crazy. Zero. If you ever watch a runway show, um, especially Victoria's Secrets, every time the Victoria's Secrets fashion show come on on television, I kind of don't like it only because all of the women up there are a size double zero zero two and then you have these aspiring models or young girls or women who are looking at this and thinking that's how I'm supposed to look when it's not mm-hmm. and then they just mm-hmm. started mixing the pot but I mean mixing the pot is they just started bringing women of melanin into the Victoria's Secret yeah. fashion show as well and so I like that Yes, mix the pot, please, thank you. <laughs> but also put in our women of curves as well because we're buying your clothes. There are women yes. who are going to Victoria's Secrets, buying some Victoria's Secrets undergarments and buying the perfumes and buying this. When I kind of, sometimes I'm a little biased. I don't always go and shop at certain stores that only really promote the skinnier women because mm-hmm. that means that that's who you want your market to be. You want your market to be the skinny women, and there's nothing wrong right. with that. Well, I'm going to go where I'm accepted. I'm going to go into Torrid. I'm going, going I'm going to go into Ashley Stewart. I'm going to go into these stores that 
support me with a woman mm-hmm. with curves. Exactly. Exactly. Wow, that's that's amazing. So what's next? What's next, Dajay? Okay, so because we're coming up on the seven o'clock hour and um I wanna know what's next. What 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 do you have on your plate next after you win this <laughs> after you win this Ashley Stewart campaign? What is next? What will after you do I next? win and I have a big celebration, right? <laughs> yes. After I win, we do get a grand prize, but I really want to just focus on my organization and get that started and make sure me as a mentor, I have other mentors who are there to help me as well because I do want it to go out to not just plus size but also skinnier girls and teenagers and also adult women because adult women do have low self-esteem and confidence. That, and I've, I've found that throughout the years that grown women also have this issue. So different different age groups and different sizes so we can talk to the different individuals as well. So my organization is going to be like my baby for the next couple years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to do yes. that, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Well, again, congratulations, and I'm just so happy for you. And um, you got this, girl. You got this. I'm so proud of you. And, uh, you know, it couldn't have happened to a more uh, beautiful person and just Thank keep you. going, just keep going and keep giving back and um, do it the way that you're supposed to do it. So with that being said, I'm going to close out. And I thank you for being my first guest on my first Empower and Grow Her podcast. I am just, like, super excited about that. I am so honored yes. to be the first podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you actually, I mean, I don't even know. Did I say it to you? Did I say, oh, yeah, I wanted to interview you online, right? So then when yes. when that didn't work out, I was like, you know what? Well, you just forced me to do my first podcast, so here we are, which is good. So I want to thank you. Thank and you I for want you to um you're welcome. And I would love to have you back again. Um hopefully we can do it online. We can do it here. Yeah, I want to do it online. And, uh, Definitely the next time. Yeah, or we can do it here. We can do it here too. We can come to my house. We can do do the after I win interview. (laughs) Yes, the after party. Yes, yes. And um, and uh, I am closing out right now. I have a mastermind that I have to um, attend at eight o'clock. So I want to get my thoughts together. I want to reflect on this conversation. And uh, again, I want to thank you for being my first guest on the Empower and Grow Her podcast. And I hope all my listeners enjoyed. And tell everybody where they can find you um, before you, can you go. find me on social media. Instagram is Dajay, D-A-Z-H-A-I, Shears, S-H-E-A-R-Z. And on Facebook, it is Dajay, D-A-Z-H-A-I, Brown, Shears, S-H-E-A-R-Z. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, my love. Well, I am closing out, and uh, I look forward to chatting with you again. And um, good luck. Like I said, you got this, and have a great, great evening. Thank you. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.